This podcast is brought to you by Salesforce, and it's produced in collaboration with GovExec Studio 2G. Employee expectations are changing. To attract and retain the best talent, government agencies need solutions that will help them keep up. With Salesforce's employee experience for public sector, agencies can easily equip their workers with the tools they need to succeed in a scalable, secure, and unified digital workspace. Learn more at salesforce.com forward slash public sector. There's a mass exodus happening among today's workforce. According to a report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, a record 4.3 million Americans left their jobs in August 2021. The Great Resignation, or the Big Quit as some are calling it, has shaken nearly every industry, including public sector. The average time to hire federal employees is around 100 days, and contributing to the delay are legacy systems. In the era of COVID-19 and the expansion of remote work, employee experience is an essential mode of operation. Today's government agencies need to step up their game if they want to retain the best and the brightest talent. But what steps can they take to improve the employee experience? Well, that's what we'll discuss on today's podcast, The Talent Imperative, where we'll dig into the ways government leaders can attract and retain employees during this turbulent time. I'm your host, Constance Sayers, president of GovExec. Joining me today to discuss how agencies can leverage tools and best practices to enhance the employee experience is Casey Coleman, Senior Vice President of Global Public Sector Digital Transformation at Salesforce. Before transitioning to the private sector, Casey served as the Chief Information Officer at the General Services Administration, so she's intimately familiar with the personnel challenges public sector organizations face. So Casey, thank you so much for joining me today. It's good to see you again. Thank you, Connie. You too. So let's just get right into it. What are some of the key hurdles government agencies face today when it comes to attracting and retaining talent? Connie, this issue resonates with me because when I first joined government, and it's been a while now, I felt like I had stepped backward in time. Or maybe like when you walk through the airport and you're on the automated sidewalk and then you step off of it and all of a sudden you're moving so much slower, your feet kind of trip underneath you. I found that the systems were hard to navigate, the processes were hard to understand. And I just, as an employee, really wished that there had been an environment that helped me get up to speed faster and contribute more quickly. And so we've come some way since then, but there's still a lot of gaps and hurdles that government faces in terms of equipping their employees to be successful. We also used to joke that our systems should work for us, but instead we were working for them. We were feeding data from one system to another and logging in multiple times and then making sure that we log tickets in the right place and just connect the dots ourselves instead of them being connected around us, the employees of the organization. And so these hurdles remain, and I think they really fall into three categories. The first is in recruiting and hiring, giving agencies the tools they need to compete for talent because they really are competing with commercial organizations that move quickly and make offers fast and get employees on board and in the door. Whereas in the government, it can take months in order to even get an offer out. And in the meantime, it can be hard for a candidate or applicant to know where they stand. So speeding up the process and giving visibility and connectedness through that process to people who want to come into the government, want to serve and want to give back and want to help with the mission, making it easy for them to do so. The second phase is in onboarding and training, because when you come into a government organization, you have to do security training, you have to do background checks, get your badge, you have to sign on to the systems and get your equipment. All of that typically is done in different places by different teams, and you have to figure it all out. So connecting all that 
around the employee, making it easy, intuitive, simple, and fast to get on board, to get trained and start contributing. And third, and this is the long tail, is the day-to-day work of the department or agency and giving employees the tools they need to do the job so that they're able to get on with the work they came there to do, overcoming internal barriers and siloed systems, connecting data around processes and making it available on mobile devices in a way that's secure anytime, anywhere on any device. I've been in this industry since 2000, and we've been talking about talent retention since then. So how have current events such as the shift to hybrid workforce and the great resignation really exacerbated what are pain points already that were in public sector? The outbreak of the COVID pandemic was a perfect storm for the public sector, because this was a point where demand for government services was skyrocketing with applications for, for example, paycheck protection loans and employment benefits information about the tracking of the health crisis. You can go on with example after example, but at the same time that demand for service from the government was spiking, everyone was sent home to work remotely. And so they didn't have access to their usual tools and technologies. And this created this gap. And the smart agencies that closed that gap quickly were the ones that had a digital strategy to put digital tools in the hands of their employees and to execute their work remotely and to be able to answer that call in the time of need. And now we're at a point where we're sort of past the most immediate stages of response and recovery, but the changes that have been wrought are going to stick. So none of us think that we're going to go back to the status quo of kind of the predominant office-based work. And so we've got to plan for and equip our organizations for hybrid work over the long term. And that's going to take a different technology stack, a different leadership approach, and a different way of engaging employees. How can agency leaders and personnel managers work together to solve these challenges? And why is it important that they do so now? Well, think about our lives as consumers and as private citizens and the way we live, the way we work, the way we do business and the companies we want to do business with are all digital first. We can shop, we can order food, we do our banking, we do our socializing, everything online, digitally. And throughout it all, we have transparency. We understand where things are in the cycle and we know what to expect. And we bring these same expectations to work and we bring these same expectations to engagement with government, whether as employees or as citizens. And so not only has the pandemic accelerated that expectation, but all of our experiences in every other sector of our lives have created this expectation. And so now we have to meet those expectations with employees because they have choices and they can go elsewhere. And I think one great example of an organization that rose to the challenge and is now able to continue is the state of New Mexico. When COVID hit, they had a 600% spike in demand for unemployment benefits at the same time that all their call center workers were working from home without access to their core tools. And so we were able to help partner with them to implement a virtual contact center to equip them to have those at-home contact center skills and tools, but also implement chatbots so that first line of inquiry could be handled automatically and give people the answers they need so that the call center agents could focus on handling the complex inquiries. And by doing so, they were able to get over a billion dollars in unemployment benefits into the economy and help people at a time of significant need and help their employees to not miss a beat. I just love hearing those success stories. That's just great. You recently wrote a blog post that I thought was really interesting. 
and you said what government agencies need to do is they should treat their employees like customers. So exactly what do you mean by that? Well, I think if we can go back to the example we talked about a minute ago about how we live and shop and work and bank and carry out our private lives, we have choices. And employees have choices too. They can choose to go to your organization or they can choose to go somewhere else. And the government has to be the employer of choice and make it compelling. And the mission of each agency and department is compelling. So that part we've already got covered. People come into public sector to serve and make a difference and to give back and to have a contribution that's bigger than themselves. But if they find that they're unable to do that because the tools work against them and the systems aren't connected and the data is hard to get and everything is a struggle, then they have choices and they can go somewhere else. And so the public sector government has to treat employees like customers in the sense of meeting them where they are and equipping them to do their work effectively, connecting systems, providing information, making things automatic and easy to use and remote and secure. So what tools and best practices can agencies leverage as they look to improve the employee experience? There's so many great examples out there. Some of the things that come to mind are the things that we have as employees that I experience in working here at Salesforce. For example, everything is a single login. Everything is available on a mobile phone. I can get to all my tools through my phone or my tablet or my laptop. And other organizations are doing the same thing. They're creating a connected experience. They're giving employees a single place to go to get their work done. So for example, if you think about the employee experience in the government, you have to get hardware, your phone, your laptop, your software. If you have an issue, you have to log a ticket. You need to know how to sign up for benefits. You need to know how to do things like contribute to the annual charitable campaign, the combined federal campaign that's kicking off right now, or know how to do your online training for security awareness. All of these things typically require going to different systems, different logins, connecting with different teams, and figuring out how to navigate all this process. If you bring it all together into a single workspace, then you make your tools work for your employees. You're not making them do all the navigation and figure it out. And that's what employees expect. And when you do that, you equip them to fulfill the mission. And that's what it's really about, is getting the work done and executing on the expectations that the American people have for their government. And something we always hear from listeners is that these are great ideas, but we don't quite know where to start. How do we start them? So what would you recommend and say to agencies who are looking to adopt these practices? It can seem like a big challenge. There's a lot of inertia in government. There's legacy systems that have been around a long time. They're very hard to change. Resources are constrained and people can find it challenging to even know where to start. But I would say, first of all, take heart. This is not a novel challenge. There are a lot of others who've been down this path, not just in the public sector, but private sector and can offer lessons learned and experiences and share how to get started. And as with any big challenge, you've got to start with taking one step and taking a small step and building on that and moving quickly. We're past the point of a big bang change. No one does that anymore. It's all about agility, about carving off one small piece and executing on that and using that to learn and iterate and hear from your customers, your employees, and then moving forward iteratively. One of the things that worked when I was a CIO is to really create a whole communications campaign about the change that you're trying to address, because this is not just about technology for sure. 
It's about leadership. It's about change management. It's about connecting this work to the mission or to the benefits and the programs that you're trying to serve and deliver. And then it's really about meeting people where they are and hearing from them and taking that and incorporating it. So we did a lot of really short videos on what change was coming and what to expect and how it affected you personally. We made sure that we talked to different audiences, to leadership, to employees, to those in the field and those in headquarters, and not just talked with them, but listened to them. And then we had newsletters where we were able to help them understand what's coming next and get them excited. And we created change champions. So we had a cohort of early adopters and they would take on new technologies early and experiment and report back to us on what was working. And then they would serve as advocates and champions with their teams so that they were able to be leaders themselves and show up to help drive change and connect it with the work of the agency. And all of these little tools and all of these approaches created momentum and buy-in and excitement that really served to help us adopt new technologies quickly and effectively. We would love to have conversations with organizations that are interested in serving their employees as customers and improving the employee experience. And you can go to salesforce.com slash public sector and learn more, get connected with us. We'd be happy to talk to you about what we're seeing and hearing and how we're helping other customers to do the same. That's great, Casey. Thank you so much. And thanks to our listeners of this episode of The Talent Imperative, a production of GovExec Studio 2G in collaboration with Salesforce. If you like this podcast episode, you can find others like it on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or govexec.com forward slash podcasts. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Talent Imperative, brought to you by Salesforce and produced in collaboration with GovExec Studio 2G. As employee expectations evolve, be sure your agency has the tools it needs to keep up. Learn more about how Salesforce can help your organization revolutionize the employee experience at salesforce.com forward slash public sector.